All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. We mentioned last week that we needed some wins. We needed to have some fucking fun in our lives. And we were able to make that happen this week. There was one complete train wreck, which we're going to get to as well. But I had a really sexy date. And you guys are going to hear about that later in the episode. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. The summer months are right around the corner. And for a lot of you, that probably means you're going to be doing some traveling. And Cassidy makes it easier than ever to connect with other lifestylers when you're on the road when you're in new cities because they have a travel portal where you can throw up your travel plans and people in that area can see that you're going to be there. We've actually made some really cool friends along the way using that feature of Cassidy and that's only one of many features that allow you to find like-minded and sexy new friends. So if you want to check it out for yourself for an entire month free of charge, all you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com com. Click on the Cassidy banner to get started for free. We hope to see you there. So, like I said, <laughs> some definite wins this week. I look back on, I actually, when I, even when I was editing last week's episode, I was like, we sound like whiny little bitches. <laughs> At least well, I do. Well, we're always going to have some L's. I just like the W's to be more than the L's. I want more wins than losses. Well, the problem is when you're getting hit over the fucking face, like it's a bat or something with losses over and over oh, and over again, yeah. it's really hard to not be fucking bitter and jaded by it. Yeah, when it rains, it pours, man. It wasn't like any one thing. It was a succession of things. Things that just turned into a total fucking train wreck. But we did have a really good time this past week. You had two sexy dates. Well, I let's, did. Let's talk about it. So Monday kind of kicked off our sexy week. I went on, well, I didn't go anywhere. Actually, I had someone over to the house. Yeah. You didn't even know who was coming over or for sure that I was going to be no. doing anything. I kind of wanted that to be a surprise. In fact, you didn't know who it was with until about 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I had no idea. You and just told me. At the same time, you took Susan out for drinks and Mm -hmm. then you fucked her. (laughs) Yeah, we had a great fucking time. I always enjoy, you know, like we'll meet someplace occasionally close to maybe where she is, have a couple of drinks, just kind of chat, bullshit, flirt a little bit, and then off we go. And it's always that much fucking hotter for me. I enjoy that very much. Why do you think that is? Well, it's a connective thing, honestly. I mean, you know, I say it all the time. Sex is the easy part. Right. It's the before and after sex that can be difficult, complicated, somewhat trying. The sex is easy. Sex is an easy thing to acquire. Right. I like the the buildup. I like the the teasing, the flirting, especially with someone who you have a connection with. I mean, in May, it's going to be a year that I met both Susan and Jade. So we both know instinctively where this is going. Right. You, you know, know, eventually your cock's going to be inside of her, but that doesn't exactly. have to be the main focus. No, but also the kind of cool thing in this particular case was the bartender at this place also does her hair. And the bartender did not know, obviously didn't know me, did not know that Susan was coming in. It was the first time Susan even realized she worked there How when funny. we were sitting at the bar. So she and I are flirting a little bit, nothing crazy, but... Are you guys like touching each other? Yeah, you know, she touching my hand, I'm touching her leg. She obviously kissed me when she came in. I got up and embraced her when she walked in. I had gotten there first. So 
I'm sure that there's probably some questions <laughs> swirling around in this girl's head. But like, I, hey, I do your fucking hair and you never told me that you're seeing a dude? Yeah, some Because guy. you tell your hairdresser everything. Like, yeah, back well, when I used to go get my hair done, that was my therapy. I would tell my hairdresser literally fucking everything. Yeah, so it's like, you know, there's there's that too, right? So that's <laughs> kind of cool. I, there's just something fun about that. And then when we leave, of course, we're, she, we're hand in hand. She went out first and she took my hand and we walked out the door together. So I can't help but think to myself, like, what? Does that girl think right now? What's the conversation going to be like when she goes to get her hair done again? <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I, I look. I just I think that's the greatest part for me is that connection that I have with with the people that are in my world right now, which is why I'm so fucking weirded out about adding players to the game. <laughs> you know. Well, you don't need to add players to the game. I think you need to add variety. I think you should be open to more of the one-off situations than you are. Right, right. Because I think you'd have a lot of fun if you were. Yeah. I don't think you had the time or the capacity for a third regular no, play partner. No, 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 no. I absolutely do not. And frankly, don't want to do that. I have a really good thing going right now. I don't want to complicate or convolute that. So, yeah, I probably need a little bit more spontaneity and just spice, I guess. I, I'm just not good at that at this point in my no, life. Oh, you're the biggest creature of habit of all fucking time. In fact, we went out last night with a new couple, not a new couple. Right. We've talked to them for forever and the goal was not like for the four of us to play. So when I say that, that's what I mean. No. We just hadn't met them yet. They were in town. She is a content creator. She goes by CJ Hotwife. So shout out to her and her awesome hubby. They came in from Texas and the four of us sat down as well as Doc, who's the host of the Bulls and Queens podcast. And we went out for sushi and then we went to the strip club afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Palomino, because Adam invited us all in. And by 10 o'clock, you're like, I'm ready to fucking go home. Yeah, I'm, I need I to be exhausted. in bed by now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm having so much fun. I was just fucking wiped out. Look, we've been, we have done a lot in the last like two weeks. And now that I'm thinking about it, like I said, last week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, out every night, literally every fucking night out late. We went to a concert. We had friends in town, all kinds of shit. Then two dates this week, it was just a lot going on. And I, I was just wiped out. I was really just not into it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I always like seeing everybody. I like seeing Adam and being at the club. It's fun. But by 10 o'clock, I'm like, fuck, I'm a pumpkin. I need to go. Well, I really loved meeting them. I thought it was super fun. They were really nice people. It was. It's always fun to meet new people in the lifestyle that have very different experiences in terms of the events they go to and the people they know and the experiences that they've had. And you just get to like share ideas. That's one of my favorite parts of being in the lifestyle period. Well, also with them particularly, there we do have a lot of commonality. So we kind of see some things the same way or a lot of things the same way and people the same way in this space. And I always find that interesting because I often think that you and I, me particularly, like we're on this island, you know, and we only, only we feel a certain way about someone or something or an event or a group or whatever. And it's like, oh, okay, now nah, nah, we're not the only ones. Right. You know, that's always nice to have that validation. Yeah, for you know? sure it is. But yeah, they they were great. Enjoyed meeting them. She is a doll. Super nice people. Uh, we may see them again. They're still in town, so we might meet them for a drink or something. Uh, but yeah, it was it was really a good time. And listen, on top of that, I also, don't forget, the, the other day, I spent six hours getting tattooed. Yeah. I was fucking wiped out. Yeah. <laughs> 
Brian has a new tattoo. I have two new tattoos, well, actually. One of them is the same as the one I got. It's a grenade with flowers coming out of it. And the meaning behind it is not fragile like a flower, fragile like a bomb. Right. In other words, like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah. So we both got that tattoo. Yours, well, is much, yeah. yours is much tougher looking than mine, much more masculine. But then, randomly, you decided <laughs> to get... It wasn't that random. We've been She and I, my, our tattoo artist, and I have been talking about this for a while. She does, like her own kind of flash and stuff and she'll she'll put them up on her wall and <laughs> she's she, some of it's really like the pizza shark and like all kinds of wild shit yeah and she had one that just got my attention for whatever reason and it was basically like a kitten wearing a onesie <laughs> and i said in the way that the cat was positioned i was like you know if you put boxing gloves on that thing that's really fucking funny really cool so while she's tattooing my my hand grenade slash uh flowers She's like, I think we have to put the kitten on you today. I'm like, uh, really? She goes, yeah, I'm, we're going to take a break. I'm going to draw the gloves. We're gonna, I'm going to change it up a little bit, and we're going to put that on you. So <laughs> I now have a kitten with red boxing gloves, a calico cat on my forearm. It is fucking hilarious. You look so tough. It's so funny. Nobody better fuck with you now. It's so funny. I love I love everything about it. So Yeah, but I was wiped out. I was fucking tired, too. Well, and then Thursday, I went out with the gentleman that we talked about on last week's episode, who's a listener of the show, a partnered guy who came to one of our events and I was it that was a really interesting experience for me because it's been a while since I've had that particular experience where yeah. I am going to meet someone by myself granted I've met him once before but it was so brief and it was six months ago right. so this was basically like meeting a stranger yeah and I was completely by myself and also sex had kind of been taken off the table this was literally just a chance for us to talk and see if there was chemistry and go from there. And that was also interesting because multiple times we're sitting there. He's so handsome. What a good looking guy. Shows up just sharply dressed, said his wife helped him pick out shit and told him to change his jeans. I'm like, yeah, good for her. <laughs> but he just looked good and he smelled good when I hugged him. And we did have this very solid chemistry. So there were multiple times I found myself looking across the table at him being like, so are we 100% sure we're not going to fuck tonight? <laughs> we, we, we definitely made that clear. It's, it's a hard stop. I would probably suck your cock like right now. So <laughs> Yeah, no. Let's, so And Thursday while you were doing that, I actually took Susan out again because it was her birthday on Thursday. Yeah. And so she and I were out to dinner and kind of had some drinks and spent you know the evening together while you were out on your date, which for me was also interesting because we went to a place where you and I have been multiple times. We were actually just there with a family member of yours when they were in town a couple of weeks ago. I had the same server. <laughs> the owner of the place is always there. She knows who we are. So it was really this kind of like unique conversation we were all having, but nobody was saying anything. You Could know you I mean? feel the vibe of oh, like, for sure. why are you not here with the person you're usually here for with? For <laughs> sure. Particularly from the server. Yeah, 100%. I bet. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because we literally just saw him like six days ago. Literally six days ago. Yeah. And he was hardcore flirting with either me and or Susan. I'm not sure exactly which. <laughs> well, he was so, cute. <laughs> yeah, he was really nice. Really nice dude. In fact, at one point, Susan's like, you know, because this is a tall dude. He's kind of slick looking. He's covered in tattoos, sharp. He's really, really very well put together. And she said something like, you know, he looks really good. But I wonder, do you think he would overthink fucking me? Like, would he fuck it up? You know, like when he, because like, he's really kind of cerebral, like even going through some of the, the options for that evening, like the specials and stuff. She's like, I get the feeling he might overthink it. <laughs> like, I don't know. You could ask him. We'll find out, you know. So anyway. It was I fun. usually find those men to be the absolute best in bed. I, but I, Listen, he's, 
Again, I don't know anything about the guy. I just know that he was flirting with one of us or both of us. There's no question about it. Uh, but no, it but the vibe time. people give off is a real fucking thing. I was just yeah. having this conversation. Someone reached out and they're like, can you really tell when a man has a big dick just by his vibe? I'm like, I can tell just about everything about a man, how he's going to be in the bedroom by his vibe. Yeah, is sure. he going to be willing to go down on me? Is he going to be good at going down on me? Is he going to be sensual? Does he have a big cock? I can tell 90% of those things just from interacting with someone in a social setting. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's again, that's energy, man. That's, you know, pheromones, energy, chemistry. There's all those things. And it's just, there are tells. People have tells. I have, know, how confident is somebody? You know, do they look me in the eye? Are they, are they slouching? If it's a dude, particularly, you know, how did they approach me? How, you know, how did they shake my hand? Or how are we communicating? What is the communication like? Maybe I just have sex telepathy, actually, is what yeah, it maybe. is. So. Maybe. Yeah, listen, it was a great, great time. And I'm a psychic like medium, but only about sex. That's okay. Everybody's got to have a thing. <laughs> Um, I'm actually Monday, this coming Monday, I have a date with a gal that I had the opportunity to play with months ago. I met her and her husband there. She's a part of a couple. I have not seen her since, and it's been six months maybe? Longer than that. It's been a long time. Eight months. We've always been in constant communication, but their travel schedule was insane, as was ours. And ironically, we live a quarter of a mile down the road from each other. But had not seen each other. So my, uh, I have a plan to meet her for drinks Monday night. Just going to meet for a drink. And this will be the first time, I thought about this, that I'm meeting someone new-ish that is partnered. Because usually it's just my regular play partners that are single gals. Well, you're not meeting her. You've already met her. Right. But I am going to have drinks with her. And this is the only other person in a very long time that I'm really going out with. Yeah. It's really kind of strange. Good. You need to do more of that. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. But Back yeah. to that spontaneity, man. Get it in. Have some fun. Don't think too much. I know. It's tough. I can't Turn off it. your brain once in a while. Can't help it. Give it a break. It's just like when everything's going really well, it's like, ah, do I want to fuck that up? <laughs> no, I get it. You know? Do I really want to throw a monkey wrench in this? Do I need to do this to myself? You know, it's just weird for me. Yeah, but that's part of the lifestyle. Well, it's, it's part of taking life. Taking a chance, taking a risk, taking a gamble. That's all part of it. Yeah, not much of a gambler. Yeah, I know. You know, don't like it. I just don't <laughs> like it. Well, you know, I don't, I, I just don't like, it's not so much the failure if it doesn't work out or anything like that. It's no big deal. It's really just a matter of wasting time. Yeah, no, right? I 100% get that because we have very, very finite time available. Yeah, well, it goes to exactly what we're going to be talking about with this fucking Max clown. You know, you talk about time wasted. I'm so fucking pissed. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's the thing that bothers me the most so, about this whole situation. Yeah, we're going to talk about that for a single guy tip. But I also wanted to preface it by saying that... You, a lot of you have reached out about the Max situation, especially after the last episode where I said, right now I have zero play partners. Right. And I had so many of you reach out via email and social media and were like, what the fuck do you mean you have zero play partners? And I've kind of held some some things back. I do pride myself on being very transparent on the show. I feel like we talk about a lot of shit and we really open ourselves up. But there are some things that I still need to digest and I need to better understand before I feel like I can intelligently and coherently speak about them on the show. Well, it was but also I, very, it was very, you know, it was raw, obviously, at that point. It was, this thing was, it was still unfolding. Yeah. It didn't really come full circle until just the other day. Yeah. That's when things get fucking weird. And trust me, they came full circle. So we're going to give kind of the Cliff Notes version of it. If you want to hear all of it, we did talk about it in detail on this week's Sex on Your Terms episode that we put up for our Patreon members exclusively. I'm just going to give the broad strokes of this whole yeah, thing. it's just such a hot fucking mess. I don't even want to go over the whole thing again. Okay. So single guy tip of the week this week. Huh. <laughs> if it's a you doozy. <laughs> 
If you are a man that is prone to lying <laughs> and manipulation or otherwise sneaky fucking behavior, yeah. just know that everything eventually comes out in the wash. Yeah. And it's really fucking hard to come back from that reputation. Well, here's the thing. Like I told you, this is a pathological compulsion that this guy's got because this is ingrained in him. Well, from monogamy. Let's tell the story. Let's. I want to start this whole thing. You guys have been listening. If you've listened to the last several episodes of the show, you know that Max is somebody who was pursuing me. Okay. Right. Granted, towards the end of this dynamic, it was mutual. I was starting to develop some feelings there. But in the beginning, he was the one that was asking me to go out. He was the one making dinner reservations. He was the one doing things like the day that you had your, well, you had for weeks, you had the right. eye issue going on. He asked me to go out and just hang out with him at a location really close to our house. And we were sitting there and I was like, I'm so sorry that I can't invite you back. Brian's not feeling well, so I'm not going to be able to host you at my house today. And he's the one that was like, oh, you know, it's not about that to me. I just wanted to spend time with you and get to know you better. And and, you know, I really feel like there's a connection here. At one point, he even told me he thought he was going to have to leave the city of Las Vegas to be able to find someone that he really connected with the way that he did with me. So, I mean, obviously looking back on it, there was verging on love bombing. Like he was basically just telling me everything that he thought that I wanted to hear to keep my attention and to make himself feel fucking important. Because then what happened is day of our last Real Hot Wives event, I get a text from him saying that he has a friend that wants to come to the event. Right. Okay, cool. So then I find out right before the event that the friend that's coming is a woman. Also cool. No big deal. But he shows up with her, and it's very clear from the moment that I see the two of them that they are not just friends. No. So, listen, I have absolutely no issue with anyone that I'm seeing doing whatever the fuck they want. No. I have zero possession over this man. We were not even dating. We were just developing a connection with each other. I don't care who he's fucking. I don't care who he's dating. But don't fucking lie to me. And... (laughs) the nerve the nerve of him to bring someone to our event and not tell me the dynamic that they were developing with each other beforehand is so fucking not only is it completely sneaky but are you fucking kidding me this man is as sharp as a fucking bowling ball to think that he was going to get away with it that's my point there's that's why i say it's a compulsion it's pathology because there's no way he was sitting at home going over all of the possible scenarios of how this played out And in any way, did any of them come out good? Right. There's just no fucking way. (laughs) So as it turns out, he lied to this woman also. This is the type of guy that in the monogamous world, a single guy, he likes those micro relationships. Yes. He wants as many in the stable as possible. It's a love bombing thing. He's in love with all of them. The truth of the matter is he doesn't give a single fuck about any of them. He just needs that constant companionship. We'll we'll get to to that. And wants to be able... To do that at, at at will, really. So to finish the story, what happened the rest of that evening was he completely ignored me. He was all over this woman all night, which again was like, I don't care that you brought someone else. You don't owe it to me to fuck me at our event or anything like that. Right. But you're going to completely ignore me after a month, an entire month of us developing this connection, fucking multiple times a week, going on dates at his request. Yeah, but it's bigger than that because you know, without going into all of it, there's... You know, this guy's reaching out, talking about how excited he is to get to know you, how he wants this to be more, clearly trying to start what would be a legitimate relationship on every level. Meanwhile, he's doing the same thing to this woman, apparently, because she reached out. She had no idea who I was, and that was also very clear. So anyway, 
I'm fucking pissed. I confront him at the event being like, what the fuck? You completely ignore me all night. So disrespectful. For what reason? What are you trying to hide? It is clear that you are trying to hide something. So the next day he texts me and he's like, we really need to sit down and talk. And so he comes over to the house. You once again leave the house. Yeah, look, I was not. I was against it. I told you. I, I said, I'm not really into this thing. I think this is a fucking mistake. I think I know where this is headed. I just don't see the efficacy. But you wanted to have this conversation, of course, and get some clarity on what happened. So, yeah, I left, and it was a couple of hours that um, you guys spent together. Of course, this fucking guy crying on the couch to you, and woe is me. Like, get the fuck I out showed of you the worst part of who I am, and this yeah. isn't really who I am, and I was raised by women. I know better than to pull this kind of shit, and, Ugh. you know, I was just nervous. I didn't know how to communicate it to you. I didn't know how to communicate it to her. I feel like such an asshole. Will you please give me another chance? On and on and on and on. Yeah. So from there, we didn't see each other again after that day, right. after the time that he came over, but we were still texting every single day. He was still saying, good morning, beautiful, good night, beautiful. The only reason, according to him, that we weren't getting together during that like week and a half period is because he had a horrible tooth infection right. and had to get it pulled, whatever. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, completely out of the blue this week, I get an email on the BDSM site that we use yeah. from the woman that came to the event with him, basically explaining that she had no idea of my existence before the event, that she could tell something was going weird, was yeah, of course. weird at the event, requested my number from him so that she could reach out and ask what the fuck was going on. Because at this point, they have a full-fledged relationship. They right. are dating. They are staying with each other every single night, the whole nine yards. So she, she's like, I thought it was very weird that he wouldn't give me your number. And of course, it got all these red flags going off in my head. So what does she do? She goes and finds our podcast and yep. she listens and she can tell who Max is because of the physical description and all of that using common sense and realizes that he has been completely full of shit but of course paints me as the bad guy I'm immature I'm crazy I lie about shit can't believe anything that comes out of my mouth well what he said to her was at the club when she showed up with him was because she knew something was up and she's like how do you know her? Oh, well, we played together a while back a yep. few times, but, yep. you know, she got attached yeah, a few I, she, times a, a while back. And I got ago. attached. Are you fucking kidding me? You're the one asking me out all the fucking time. Crazy. This could have. And here's the issue. Here's the main issue that I have. This never had to be anything more than sex. No, I was not seeking that out. I had just gotten kind of over the RJ situation. Right. And I was like, I just want to fucking play. Right. And he is attractive and has a nice cock. Let's just fucking play. He was the one that wanted more from me and made that clear over and over and over again. Why do that? If all you want to do is float around and do your own fucking thing and lie to everyone, why couldn't this have just stayed as sex well that's that's the whole part of this that's weird and that's why it's i put this 100 percent on him the woman that we're talking about she's also a lifestyle person she's not new to this she's not a, this is not a monogamous person we're talking about there was no reason for him to lie to anyone in this conversation nope all this had to be was very transparent it, again it's pathology he doesn't have the he's not equipped to tell the truth because i'm certain in his past as a monogamous person Someone would say to him, well, just tell me the truth. It, I just, just don't lie. It'll be fine. He would tell the truth and boom, it's a fucking fight, right? That's 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 that toxic monogamy. Yep. So now it's instinctual. He's like, oh, no, that's a trap. Fuck that. I'm well, lying. Here's my hypothesis of what happened. I think he was bored. I think he saw an opportunity to have some fun with me. For whatever reason, he thought he needed it to be more than just sex, which I don't fucking understand. It's the micro relationship. But I <clears throat> then he meets this other woman who is single. And probably more in alignment with what he's looking for based on 
a lot of things that I'm now seeing. And he never had the balls to just reach out and say, hey, I know that we've been having fun. I know we've been going on dates, all this shit. But I think I found someone that I really want to explore something more with. Right. So I need to communicate that to you and we need to take a step back. No big fucking deal, dude. Just like we always say with Susan and Jade, if they found somebody else and that was a better alignment for a primary partner for them... We would be thrilled for them, even if it meant them taking a step back from your and their sexual dynamic. Mm -hmm. That's not, it's not that big of a deal. We'll introduce people to them. We think there's a match there. We, you know, that's not what we're, we're not about keeping people to ourselves. That's not what this is. This guy just set himself up for failure. I don't think he did it. I don't think he had a choice. It was just compulsive. He doesn't have a choice. He's an absolute manipulator. He's a micro-relationship guy. He, listen, he's a I he's, think he's a, sociopath. He's a child. It is. It is. There's a pathology there. But it's, he's, it's the behavior of a child. I mean, this is a 40-something-year-old dude still lives with his mother. That's a fuck. I didn't even know that until you told me the other day. I mean, that's a red flag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get the fuck out of your mom's house and grow up and be a fucking adult. So single guy tip of the week, long story to single guy tip of the week. You need to be fucking genuine and authentic and honest. In this space, it is the only recipe for success. If you think you're going to bullshit your way into a couple's life and it and never get caught, you are fucking kidding yourself. And I'll say this, female intuition is a real fucking thing. That woman walked into the club and instantly, she said, felt something was off. Yep. She knew it instantly so did i right so you are not getting this past anybody man it just doesn't make sense the guy is dumb as a box of fucking rocks if he thought that this was going to go well i mean like i said there was no scenario in his head because i tried to think of everything he could possibly have thought of there was now what did he tell her he told her that his friend was hosting an event he never even mentioned you how was he going to explain that when you were there so there's no way in his mind he had a clear picture of this being a, a positive end result. He was just like, fuck it, I'm, I'm throwing myself into the fire and I'm going to hope for the best. It's, it's uh, forgiveness over permission. That's what this was. I'm going to talk my way out of it after I've already gotten my hand caught in the cookie jar. Well, and I think the far more important single guy tip for me is if you are somebody who has the proclivity for being manipulative and being a liar and those types of things, I mean, I think most people that are those people don't have the self-awareness to understand that they are those people because they're so fucking narcissistic. But trust me when I tell you this is the wrong fucking space for you. Well, listen, Because eventually it's all going to come out in the wash and you are not going to come back from it because this guy's reputation, as far as I'm concerned is completely fucked well also i'll take it a step further based on what you just said any guy in his situation that's listening to this that thinks this is the way to go i am that guy i was that guy my entire life i was the narcissist i was the one who had multiple girlfriends and multiple fucking apartments and multiple cities and i did that for a long fucking time you have to grow out of that because it is unsustainable. Yeah, what are you going to be in 60 every years old still doing way, that? It's it's unsustainable in every possible fucking way. And if you don't get out of that that mindset out of the out of that completely really it, I mean it's a it's a toxic way to think it, it it doesn't work. It never fucking worked out for me looking back on all of that craziness. It wasn't a positive experience for anybody. That has got a very short shelf life. And at 40-something, was he 40-fucking-two or some shit? I think 41, Listen, man, that that fucking ship has sailed. I mean, he has a son older than my sister, for fuck's sake, and he's still acting like this. Well, that's the other thing. You've got adult boys. 
what kind of fucking example are you setting? Yeah. Like, you need to get your shit together, you know? So, single guy tip of the week for me, if you're going to be in this space, you better be prepared to be 100% honest, forthright with the people you're engaging with, or it's going to bite you in the ass. And in this case, it bit him hard because this is a local guy. This is a small local community. You know, that's not okay for anybody in this space. Couples are, they don't deserve that. No one in this space particularly who's really trying to do the right thing has time or, or deserves that. That's yeah. just complete bullshit. So single guy tip of the week, take that, take from whatever you want from it, but there's something to be learned if you're a single dude and you've got the notion that you're going to be able to get away with that shit. Yeah. So fuck you, Max. You're dead to me forever. <laughs> For sure. hundred percent. He's dead to a lot of people, apparently. Dead to a lot of people. So good luck. So on to much more positive and fucking hot subject matter, i.e. my very, very sexy secret date this week. But before we get to that, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Hungry Brute. If you're dealing with a house full of picky eaters, choosing meals and grocery shopping can be incredibly stressful. And that is my world. I am a ridiculously picky eater. There are a lot of things I will not eat. And it's one of the reasons that I never wanted to do a delivery box like Hungry Root in the past. But how is Hungry Root different? Well, all I had to do was go online, take a quiz about my favorite foods, my least favorite foods, the things I want to receive and the things I'm absolutely not interested in seeing show up at my door. And they listened. And I got so many fun ingredients, fun recipes, things that I absolutely loved cooking in very, very little time because I'm also busy and I can tell Hungry Root, for example, that I only have 30 minutes of cooking time at a time and they send me recipes that align with my time schedule and my availability. I absolutely love how it takes all of the guesswork out of grocery shopping and cooking. It's the easiest way to get fresh and high quality food delivered right to your door. They've got healthy groceries and simple recipes all in one place. Hungry Root will recommend groceries based on your personal taste. So no matter how picky you are, you're going to get stuff that you absolutely love eating. And right now, Hungry Root is offering Front Porch Swingers listeners 30% off of your first delivery and free veggies for life. All you have to do is go to HungryRoot.com FPS to get 30% off your first delivery and your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com FPS. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. You guys have heard us talk about their flagship product, the Delay Spray, that allows you to just spray it on a few minutes before play and help you extend your sexy bedroom playtime. But did you know that Promescent also has a ton of other amazing bedroom wellness products? And you can bundle them to get the best price possible. For example, check out their performance package. It includes their flagship product, the Delay Spray, along with Vitaflux Daily Supplements, which can help you in so many different areas, recovery, energy, libido, and more. That's just one bundle that Permescent offers. You can find all of them and all of their amazing products, like their condoms, lubes, massage oils, and so much more by heading over to promescent.com FPS. When you use that link, you're also going to get 10% off of your order. So again, that's promescent.com FPS, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com FPS for 10% off of our favorite bedroom wellness products. 
We want to say a very big thank you to Shameless Care for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. We absolutely love that Shameless Care tailors its services specifically to the non-monogamous community. And I also love that all of their services are incredibly discreet. I was just having a conversation with a gentleman on social media recently about having issues keeping it hard during play sessions. And that's a real concern for a lot of men in the lifestyle space. And you don't want to necessarily go to a doctor and go through the embarrassment and having to look someone in the eye and tell them your issues. With Shameless Care, all you have to do is go online, fill out a quick intake form, and if approved, you're, you're going to get ED medication shipped discreetly to your door. It's also at an incredibly affordable cost. They have providers in all 50 states. If you go to shamelesscare.com and use our discount code FPS at checkout, you're going to get $30 off your first month of ED medication or one of their at-home STI kits. Again, that's shamelesscare.com. Use code FPS. FPS for $30 off your first service. So <laughs> this is kind of an interesting one because I don't usually have the balls to reach out to people myself. I usually wait for gentlemen especially to be the ones to reach out and show interest because I'm fucking neurotic. And I, as much as I'm always like, oh, put yourself out there and what's the worst someone can say? No. Well, the reality is I'm a giant pussy and I hate being turned down by people and rejection is fucking scary. And this time I was like, fuck it. I had already kind of been rejected that day because I was supposed to be going out with another gentleman. I don't, I say rejected. That's not really true. He just had some work shit pop up, but it still was like, well, fuck. Well, he did call, he did contact you very early in the morning. Like yeah. long hours and hours before you guys were getting together, which was the right thing to do. But for you to have reached out to someone else and said, well, here's the thing I think that you did that you ordinarily wouldn't do. Not just reaching out to him yourself as opposed to waiting for him to reach out to you. After this thing, you know, went sideways with the plan that you initially had, instead of you just being like the way you normally would be like, ah, fuck it, you know, I'm over it. You instantly reached out to somebody else to make that time make sense for you. Yeah. Right? You were like, fuck it. I'm going to get fucked. That guy couldn't handle it. No problem. On to the next. That's a big deal, you know, for you especially. Yeah. I'm growing in my resilience. That is for sure. Because I yeah. never would have done that years prior. No. So, yeah. I mean, and the other thing was I was fucking horny. And you already had plans with Susan yes. to go out. And I was like, there's no fucking way. I am staying home by myself well, no reason. all fucking night. I'm going to have some fun. So I reach out to this gentleman that I have had the chance to engage with on a couple of different occasions. But he and I are not in regular contact with each other right. at all. Right. In fact, I didn't even remember that I had his phone number. I reached out to him on fucking Facebook messenger well he's, and also he's a partnered guy he is yeah. which i kind of loved i'm realizing more and more how much i appreciate that dynamic for multiple reasons one because they understand what it takes to schedule something yeah. and you know how much it fucking sucks for everyone when you get flaked on or when plans have to change yep. and i do think that partner men have a little bit more again completely generalizing but a little bit more respect for the situation overall no 100% like I say all the time that when you cancel a single guy particularly cancels on a couple or the hot wife of a couple you are affecting multiple people's calendar yeah. it's not just one person so a couple of people get that so the other thing I will say is I've really been working on trying to provide you with a certain sense of surprise or mystery Yeah. because you seem to really enjoy that. And I like it too. It feels like, and I mentioned this last week with the late night surprise that we talked about. Yeah, I love that. 
I like the element of feeling like I am keeping a dirty little secret from you. Yeah, and I didn't know who this was until 20 minutes before we got to the studio. Well, you didn't even, even that day, you didn't really know I was playing. I was kind of joking around with you like, what do you think I'm doing tonight? Am I going to take a bath and read a book? Or am I going to have an orgy with 17 people? Or, you know, just like being playful, but kind of getting your mind running about what potentially could happen. Yeah, and and knowing, of course, at that point that the guy originally that you were going to see had already canceled. So naturally, my my inclination was to, to go to, well, she's probably made plans with someone else in the event that that thing fell through, which, of course, it did. But I had no idea what you were up to. And because I was meeting Susan for drinks and had subsequently playing with her and we spent a number of hours together, it didn't even occur to me, honestly, until I had called you when I was leaving Susan's house and said, hey, I'm on my way home. You're like, okay, good. My friend's just getting ready to leave. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you had a friend over. (laughs) Yeah, I had no idea. So this gentleman, let me just describe him first. He is fucking beautiful. He is such an attractive man. He's got like a larger build, kind of wider and just tall. And he looks like an athlete. He's just beautiful. Yeah, he looks like a... a football player at some point and very pretty eyes I mean just a very very nice looking man and every time I've ever been around him he looks really great he smells great clearly a guy who takes care of himself and really takes a lot of pride in his appearance I will say in addition to that that until this night I wasn't really sure what the chemistry was like between he and I we had been intimate we'd fucked but I wasn't necessarily feeling a deep like connection with him. Had he ever been to our place before? Has he ever come to our house before? No. Okay, that's I, I, I couldn't remember. Well, that's why because you asked me, you know, you're playing this game. Like, well, who do you think it was? I'm, and I'm trying to go down the the mental rolodex, and I never even came up with his name. Yeah, it wasn't. He was not someone that I mentioned because it just didn't occur to me. No, th- and again, this was someone completely new to me. I reached out to him. I was like, hey, I have no idea if you're still interested in me. We haven't really talked in a couple of months. But I would love for you to come over and play sometime if you'd like. And he's like, oh, I'm totally down. And then when this date fell through, I was like, how about now? Right. I, not expecting that he would even be available. And he's like, I'll rearrange my shit. I'll be there. I was like, oh, yay. So he comes over to the house. You leave to go pick up Susan to go for drinks and subsequently go have sex. Yes. And he comes over. And it was really interesting because, again, we haven't had a lot of private time, he and I. So right. it's so funny to think of it like this. But I know him from a sexual perspective at this point but I know him on no other level. I didn't know anything about what he did for work or his interests or hobbies or any of that shit. Yeah, the only other thing I know about him is that his wife is a smoke show. Yeah. Totally hot. <laughs> that's the only thing I knew about him. So, and that's another thing. Okay, the other reason I was kind of, I don't know, maybe neurotic isn't the right word, but something that was just going through my head is his wife has a completely opposite body type from me. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's a, yeah, she's a competitive athlete. She's a completely different, taller, I mean, the whole nine yards. She's super tall, super fit, just, you know, thin, not what I look like at all. And there, it is really interesting how that goes through your head in those scenarios with a partnered person, because I've had that happen many times before. Uh, you know, it's just a confidence thing. You just have to be confident in who you are. And, it's not a confidence thing. It's not that I don't think that I'm cute. It's more so if that is your type and you only have one type, I'm clearly not going to be your type. Right. But you also should know instinctively that this guy who is, you have already been intimate with, obviously, does not have any one he's not just a one type guy right because i'm not either there's i think very few people are solely one type of person right so yeah i i I wouldn't be concerned about that 
well, I was concerned about it because I'm neurotic. So anyway, I reached out to him. I was surprised he was available. He decided to come over and we were sitting on the couch for probably a good hour. We were just sipping whiskey together and having this really nice conversation. And he's fucking charming. I've always seen him as this kind of quiet, super laid back guy, kind of let some of the other more boisterous men, let's call them at the parties, kind of take center stage. And right. he tends to take a back seat. And I, for whatever reason, am very attracted to that type of personality, especially when I get to see you in a different light. In other words, if I only see you as the kind of quiet, meek and mild guy at a party, and then all of a sudden we're alone together and I see this very confident, silly, fun, interesting person, I'm like, oh, you're multifaceted. And now I'm interested. Now you have me intrigued. Well, it's a, it's a quiet confidence. I prefer to sit in the corner like a fucking houseplant, too. I'm not going to be the the life of the fucking party in any way. It's just right. not my thing. Right, but when you get you alone, you're very cerebral, you're very fun to talk to, you're yeah. silly, you're goofy. So, and I think that surprises people. Oh, because... sure. you mean like my cat with boxing gloves tattoo? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's gonna shock some folks. But it, it's fun to see somebody kind of in a different element like that. Yeah, so for sure. I had a great time talking to him. And it was, it was interesting because I feel like a lot of times, especially when you're with someone new or someone that you don't have a lot of rapport with, there's a lot of like nerves during that time. There was none of that. I was so comfortable with him. He was so comfortable with me. And I think there were two reasons for that. One is because he's just a fucking good dude. But the second part of it is because of all of this bullshit that's been happening, all of the train wreck moments, all of the max type scenarios, yeah. I am at a point where it's like, fuck it. What the fuck do I have to lose? Well, that's just it. What's going to happen that's that hasn't already happened at this point, right? Like it, it's not going to be any bigger a fucking train wreck than this thing with this other clown because that affected a lot of people and it's it, like i told you in the beginning the biggest fucking part of that was the time this the time sucker that that was right right so we're just not going to simply allow that to happen again well and it was really nice to just feel that like there is nothing to lose here this is just about no. a night of fun this is about letting off some steam this is about hopefully having some good sex and that's what it is and it was really freeing to feel that so I mean we're flirting with each other we're being silly we're laughing we're joking around the chemistry is solid and there was one moment that he put his drink down and kind of leaned in and started kissing on me but it was very sweet and soft and I still wasn't 100% sure how things were really going to pick up because because it just felt like it was so, I don't even know, innocent, I guess, to some degree. Well, there was, wasn't, we weren't groping each other is what I mean. I wasn't rubbing his cock over his pants. I wasn't making out with him, sticking no, just, my tongue in his mouth. This was a very kind of friendly dynamic that just happened to involve a little bit of kissing. Yeah, it was like a slow boil, organic buildup. Exactly you know? what it was. And so we would kiss and then we'd kind of go back to talking a little bit and then we'd kiss again. And then there was this moment where he kind of pulled me down onto the couch with him. Like I said on, I think the last episode, we have a very wide couch. So yeah, it's very yeah. easy to lay down on it and kind of snuggle into the pillows and all the blankets that are on it and everything. And so we did that. There was one moment we're leaning back together. He puts his arm around me. He's kind of like holding me on the couch. And we start kissing, and just like you said, the slow burn, it just picked up momentum more and more and more. And it was exciting because I feel like there are so many guys, especially during that makeout session, that it's like the second that action kicks off, it's like, okay, it's fucking on. Yeah, it's... And they're not enjoying the moment. They're not really building that energy and that excitement. It's just this frenzy to get my pants off. It's a sexual discipline that not a lot of guys possess. And that comes down to... from and. For me, I think it's experience and an understanding of human nature. You got a gal in this case that 
is obviously interested. She contacted you. It's not like you've got to hurry up and make sure she doesn't change her mind. (laughs) You know, this, that's not really what's happening here. So why rush it? Take your time. And I, in my opinion, listen, I don't need to be right, but if you take your time and you get to to understand the little like nuances of someone physically and, and you're firing on all cylinders, it just gets that much hotter. I think both can be very hot. I think that like, like we were talking about with the episode with Susan, where she was wearing lingerie when you went to her house, there are moments where I just want to be fucking taken. Yeah, for sure. But this is somebody who is still fairly new to me. I don't know him well. So being able to really just feel his touch and feel the way he was kissing me and build kind of that sexual tension between the two of us was very exciting. So we were laying on the couch making out for probably, I don't know, it felt like an hour. It was probably closer to 20 five minutes but that's a long makeout session yeah we're kissing on each other and again it starts off fairly innocent enough <laughs> innocent knowing that eventually clothes are probably going to come off so not that innocent i guess but in the grand scheme of things pretty innocent right and it goes from that to like me kind of putting one of my legs over his leg and then he starts kind of rubbing on my ass and then we start really making out and then he starts kissing me on my neck and i start kissing him on his neck and it just started fucking building like crazy there was this one moment and we had probably at this point been making out for i don't know at least 15 20 minutes and i reach down and feel i'm fucking wet i'm wet just for making out with him yeah that's a big deal well it's the equivalent of, of him having a fucking heart on yeah but that doesn't happen that often either just from kissing it does for me really yeah absolutely people they discount how important kissing and touching is it really for me it's a huge turn on so then I, at one point, was like, so is there a chance that you want to fuck me tonight? And he's like, yes. Yeah, That's not of, awkward at all. That's why I'm here. And I started giggling. I was like, yeah, that's a stupid question. And I said, okay, well, I really want to go get changed into a piece of lingerie. And he said, okay. So I had laid out a piece ahead of time. It was brand new lingerie I've never worn for anyone. And I was so fucking excited to wear it because I feel like I look fucking hot in it. It is a blue and leopard print set. It has like a bra with underwiring, so my tits look all amazing in it. And then the bottom is a skirt. And it came with a thong, but I don't I wasn't wearing it. Sure. So I change into this little two-piece leopard print number and I call him into the bedroom and he remarks on the fact that I look nice in it. And again, this was not a frenzied thing. It was clear he was excited. I could tell just by the look on his face and the vibe that I was getting from him that he wanted to be there with me and wanted to have sex with me, but he didn't like run in and whip off his pants and shove his cock in my mouth. Right. That's not what this was. He comes in, he sits on the bed with me. We make out a little bit more. I ask him if I can touch his cock over his pants. He says yes. So I kind of start rubbing on his cock a little bit and he is rock hard. And so I'm like, I would really like to suck your cock. And he says, sure. So he starts taking off his clothes. And I knew, of course, I've been with this man before. I know he has a great body, but like it was really interesting to see him just standing naked because it was still light out. It was this was fairly early in the day. He came over at like four o'clock. Yeah, it was, yeah. I, I went to meet Susan at like I left at four o'clock to go to her house. Yeah, so maybe at this point it was five, but there's still the room is still light. Right. And so he's taking clothes off, and I see everything, and I'm like, God, this guy's fucking hot. So he lays on the bed, and I start very lightly sucking on his cock. And again, there is no 
frenzy to this. It is kind of methodical. I'm starting just very slowly sucking it. I'm licking the tip of it a little bit. I lower my mouth down onto him. And this was hot and definitely not something I experienced with his him last time. And I'm realizing maybe I, I might even add this to like my vetting questions or the discussions I have with guys ahead of time. I need some level of vocalization. Right. If you're just going to lay there and not say or mo say anything or moan or if I'm not getting any sort of auditory response or validation that what I'm doing with my mouth or whatever is happening in that moment is working for you, yeah. I'm not going to be into it. I've had guys that'll just lay there like a dead fucking fish while I suck their cock. And it's like one of two things is happening. Either you don't have the confidence to voice what's going on in your head, which I don't fucking like at all, or it's not that great, which it's at some point you should stop me and tell me so that we can make it great. Yeah, I think more than anything, it's a, it's a lack of confidence. And it's funny that you say that because when Susan and I were together Monday without going through the whole thing, when I finally came, I was fucking her from behind. I was on top of her and it was rough. Like I was, all my weight was on her. And what she said to me afterwards was that the sound that the noises that I made were hotter to her than her even having orgasms. Oh, I love that. That's a big deal. Well, and that's what was happening here. So again, he was not super vocal with me the times that I've been with him in the past. I'm sucking his cock. He's laying on his back and he keeps propping himself up to look at me and tell me how good it feels. But he has this amazing look on his face. It's so erotic. It's so clear that he's being genuine with what he's saying. He's saying things like, oh my God, that's an amazing mouth. I missed that mouth. I've been thinking about how good you suck cock since the last time we were together. And it was fucking, it was just so hot. So again, it's motivating me. I'm going to town even more on his cock. I'm rubbing my hands up and down his amazing legs. And and, you know, he's talking about how much he wants to lick my pussy. So eventually we do change. I lay on my back. He goes down on me. And honestly, it's been a while since I've had really, this is going to sound weird, but really connected pussy eating. A lot of times I like to just lay back <laughs> and just accept all of the pleasure. And I don't really like to be focused too much on the person that's licking my pussy. And this time I was like, I'm so into this guy. He's so fucking hot. I want to watch him eating me out. So I propped myself up to look at him while he was eating me out. Well, it's also because I'm assuming probably because he was so responsive to you and into the whole idea of you sucking his cock that it was like it was just felt like this mutual thing yeah well exactly and it felt like he truly like i've said many times he truly wanted to be there and yeah, that was very yeah. clear by all of his actions the things he was saying the look on his face everything so he goes down on me for a little bit i have this crazy orgasm and then of course i'm like i need you to fucking fuck me like right now so he gets a condom i'm laying on my back he enters me and this man has a really, really nice cock, especially for a lot of different positions because it is big, but it's not a fucking bowling pin. Yeah, exactly. It's it's very manageable. Let's right. say that. But it's also beautiful. It has this great aesthetic to it. It's very uniform. I don't know. I just really like it. So anyway, he enters me, stretches me out. And I think the first thing I said to him when he pushed inside of me was like, oh, that stretch. I love it so much. And he kind of started laughing. <laughs> and then this is the other thing. I always know when I'm having a really, really good time during sex when I'm giggling. And yeah. a lot of people that throws them off, they think that I'm uncomfortable or right. I, something else is going on. For me, it's like, no, I'm just having fun. Sex is supposed to be fun. So I keep giggling. And there was one point he was like, I love your little giggle. It's so cute. And I was like, well, I'm glad because I do it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, again, it lets someone know that there's a, that, and it's, it's also a, a thing where you're comfortable with somebody, yeah. right? Because you're not going to expose yourself that way to someone that you're 
not sure about. Right. Right. And the other thing I, I will say is I feel like much like we said a little bit ago, this was all about that slow burn. This entire thing was very I mean, it was great. It was very connected. It was very sexy, erotic, all of those things. But it didn't feel explosive until I came on his cock the first time. He got this look in his face, this fucking glint in his eye, like an animal that was smelling blood or something. And it just shifted the entire dynamic. And he talked about how good it felt. And he's like, I want to make you do that so many more times. I was like, let's fucking do it. And from there, it was on. It was balls to the wall. I'm telling him to fuck me harder, fuck me deeper. I'm clinging on to him. I'm pretty sure I didn't ask him. I hope I didn't hurt him, but I'm pretty sure I was digging my nails into his arms at one point. I'm sure I he mean, would have told you if it was a problem. It just got fucking heated. And then I wanted him to fuck me from behind. So I turn over. He enters me from behind. I can tell he's an ass man because he's many times said how nice my ass is. And he was fucking hyper fixated on it he was grabbing it i asked him if he wanted to spank me and he said sure so he starts spanking one ass cheek then the other ass cheek and then he's just gripping onto my ass and just plunging himself into me and the whole time we're talking so dirty to each other i am saying the raunchiest shit about how good his cock feels and you know how i it's hitting exactly the spot that i needed to that i'm going to come on that cock again i had the craziest fucking orgasm Literally, it felt like every cell in my body was on fire in that moment. I squeezed so hard. He had to stop fucking me. There was no way his cock was sliding yeah, in and out. Yeah, push him right out. By how hard I was clenching down on his cock. And he said one of the fucking hottest things ever where he's like, that's it, baby. Come on that cock right there just like that. And he's just like holding me in place while I have this orgasm. He's like, yes, come right just like that. I don't know. The whole thing, just the tone of his voice, so fucking hot. I fucking loved it. So then we lay down together and we are, we're kind of like mutually masturbating a little bit next to each other, which was also really hot and not something I would expect to do with somebody that I'm not super comfortable with. There's something kind of vulnerable about like touching yourself while somebody else watches you touching yourself. I mean, I had my top pulled down at one point. I'm like twisting on my nipples. This just happened spontaneously? Yeah, I mean, we were just kind of kissing on each other. We're taking just a little breather, right? We're just kind of touching on each other a little bit. And I start kind of very lightly playing with my pussy and he sees me doing it. So he starts stroking on his cock a little bit. But we're looking directly at each other while we're doing this. And I think in 99 out of 100 cases, I would not have had the confidence to do that. I don't really know where that came from. I don't know if I was just in the moment and my hormones were swirling all over the place or what. But here's this basic stranger watching me flick my fucking clit maybe that's part of it too you know that there is that disconnectedness yeah on some level it's not like someone that you know incredibly well but enough of a distance you know a separation where eh, it's it's okay i'm not i'm not that uncomfortable yeah maybe again this i think this entire situation was like i don't have anything to lose that was just what kept going through my head no matter what was happening that's the whole idea so we're both kind of touching ourselves and then he starts playing with my pussy and i start stroking his cock i actually had some coconut oil and i just started like rubbing it up and down on his cock and we're making out while we're doing this and it is just fucking heated he is rock hard not an exaggeration the veins are popping out of this fucking cock he's so hard and i am soaking wet so he puts on another condom and he starts fucking me again he's on top of me i'm laying on my back and then he pulls out and he starts fingering me and i 
cum everywhere. I squirt fucking everywhere. It was so, I can't even, like, it was just this fucking fountain coming out of me. Yeah, and explain I why the bed looked the way it did when I got home. <laughs> I totally, it was on your side of the bed too, yeah, I'm just know. saying. You totally slept in the wet spot that night. For sure. But <laughs> I... I can squirt. I'm a squirter, but it takes a lot to get me to squirt. I have to be in the right mental headspace. I have to be very relaxed. Right. So the fact that I squirted fucking all over him, all over myself, all over the bed, and I don't know him that well, I was very surprised by that. Well, again, I think that's – but that's probably part of it though. Just this absolute, first of all, release of all of the bullshit that took place over the course of a week. It was just built up frustration for you, you know? Yeah, that's definitely part of it. This is a win, obviously. And it's like, fuck it, I'm just going to ride it till it fucking dies, you know? Like, <laughs> ride it till it, the wheels fall yeah, off, Yeah, there's no reason not to enjoy every bit of it. And, and it probably really didn't even factor in whether how well you knew him or how comfortable you really were. I think in that moment, it just wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, I was just relaxed and comfortable and it felt great. So from there, everything in my body fucking hurt. I mean, at this point, he had been fucking me deep and hard for a long time. So he wanted to go again. And I was like, I don't know if I have it in me. And so we just kind of laid next to each other. We kind of kissed on each other. He kept kind of patting on my ass. And he's like, I love this juicy booty. And I was like, I'm so glad you like it. Just being very flirtatious with each other. But that was even kind of interesting because I think back to the vast majority of people that I've only played with once or it's the first time I'm playing with them or whatever. It's very, very rare for me to just lay next to someone for a long period of time. Right. Exposed. I mean, my tits are hanging out of my lingerie. My skirt piece is hiked up. My ass and my pussy are hanging out. You know, I'm sure my hair and my makeup were just a fucking disaster. I wasn't thinking about any of that. None of it even factored into my mind. No, that's I mean, that's the organic you know, impulsive piece of it. It just doesn't matter. Like when it's, there's that kind of connection, it's that good. It just doesn't make a fucking difference. Oh, it was lovely. So then he gets cleaned up and he leaves. And I tell you that my friend is just leaving. And the thing I think I like most about this interaction was actually what has happened since then. Because much like I have said, I'm not looking for a super regular play partner at this point or someone that I get more familiar with than I need to. And this is kind of the perfect guy for that because he's partnered and he's fucking busy. He works a crazy work schedule, very intermittent. So, you know, he doesn't have a set schedule at all. And he's partnered and he obviously has other responsibilities so he doesn't want too much from me right but what he has done is he's texted me a couple of times texted me the next day and said thank you again so much for spending time with me i thought that was so hot that validation afterwards of letting me know that he enjoyed it as much as i have or i did but in addition to that he texted me his schedule coming up and was like i know you're crazy i'm crazy busy too right here's my schedule, here's my availability, you let me know what works for you, and I would love to fuck you again. And, like, that's all it is. It's nothing more serious than that, nothing deeper than that. We're not talking about going out to fucking dinner, any of that kind of shit. It's just, like, here's what it is. Want to fuck again? This is what I'm available. And I kind of fucking love that. Yeah, there's got to be a separation at some point when it comes to this stuff. You know, we have to have more of that spontaneous, just, you know, um, last-minute change of plans, something's going to happen hot kind of thing, you know? Or let's set a date for whatever, April 18th, and I have something to look forward to, but I'm not texting this guy every day. It's not as if we are constantly up each other's asses and I'm not looking for that. A, I don't think I have the capacity for it right now, given everything that's kind of happened. Yes. Yeah. But B, I do have other things that I want to focus on. And some of them are the more spontaneous things. But it's really nice to know that this guy 
enjoyed his time enough with me, as did I, that we can look at it like that. Like, eventually we're right. going to fuck again, and that's going to be really fun, and that's something to look forward to. Right, right. Yeah, so, no, th- listen, I, I think it's great. I'm thrilled that that's who it was because he's a solid dude because uh, I had no fucking idea up until, you know, an hour ago who the guy was. So I want to hear from your perspective, though. What about kind of the mystery of it is exciting to you? Or is this scenario exciting? The fact that you didn't really know what I was doing. You didn't know who it was with. I mean, is that something that you want to continue? Does that yeah, do anything the, for you? Yeah, that's the the biggest part for me is that whole idea of not knowing, just being surprised that this has happened. I was not aware of it. Yeah. And then, you know, much like when you had the guy come over the night while I was asleep, that's like the that's a super surprise. It's completely mysterious. In fact, in situations like that, it takes me a few minutes to even realize what the fuck is going on, you know, like, cause I'm half in and half out and it adds to the, the heightened intensity of it, yeah. you know, because when you know something's coming or you know, something's going to happen, you can feed off of the, the anticipation of it happening. But when you don't know that it's happening and then it just hits you, it's like, you just get, it's like you get chills. Like, oh wow, like that actually happened. I had no idea. Yeah. You know, there's just something to it. So anyway, that was my hot win for the week and I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it was we had it a couple really wins. was great. Like I said, I think the reason this was as good as it was was because I've had the mindset of what is there to fucking lose? I'm just going in looking for some fun. I want to have a good experience. I want to be able to then share this entire story with you and see your reaction to it. I mean, even as I'm telling you some of these details, your your eyes are lighting up. And for me, that's where I want to get back to in the lifestyle. I want it to be about my pleasure and our intimacy. Right. And that needs to be top priority going forward. Yeah, the idea that chasing these fucking, these guys that want to, you know, and I don't say chase that way, but, you know, when they reach out, it's like, oh, let's go to dinner. Let's do, it's like, maybe, maybe not. Maybe just come over and fuck me and let's just leave it alone. Yeah. Let's not get crazy. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's just really what it needs to be. And, and I don't understand the need for some of these guys like this fucking Max to do that when it's a complete waste of everybody's fucking time. Yeah. So just to, you know, eliminate the possibility that that happens again, you just don't do it. Yeah. You know? At least and not for now. No. I'm not ready for it, and I'd rather just have slutty Brenna back for a while. And yeah, me too. I have some really fun shit coming up, too. I have a plan for next week before we leave for our takeover, or this week as we're obviously yeah. putting this out, um, of something that I think will be very unexpected for you. And so, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of fun shit coming down the pipeline for us right now, especially now that I have my priorities straight again and I'm ready to go into this with a fresh mindset. Yeah, so. and there's no, you know, the your whole focus isn't fucking blurred by this other bullshit yeah. you know the potentiality of having another partner and what that looks like Man, fuck all that right now yeah for now you know so anyway if you guys want to hear more about my slutty fun or some of the things that we have coming up in our world we are doing video bonus episodes exclusively for our patreon members if you head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers you can find all of that you can also find the full story of what happened with max on this week's sex on your terms mostly because i just needed to get it off my chest i felt so much better after we recorded that episode oh me too we i mean that was just a yeah there was so much there and we didn't even there, that episode could have been three hours fucking long. We just had to get it off our out of our systems. Yeah. So anyway, all of that is at patreon.com slash swingers. If you want to see naughtier stuff like my actual play sessions with some very hot men, you can find that at onlyfans.com slash swingers. Also, big events coming up. For example, we have the Real Hot Wives of Denver fast approaching. That is June 24th. I am so excited for that event. I love hosting in the Denver area. Those tickets are limited. Uh, we have sold out the last last three times that we've done yes. that event so you can't wait until 
uh, the week of or something if you want to come. If you're in the Denver area or if you want to travel in for it, you need to go to members.frontporchswingers.com, fill out an application and get your tickets ASAP. We have just a few days left for the Real Hot Wives of Phoenix takeover. If you plan to join us for that, there are some day passes and weekend passes left. Very few. No rooms. Just a few day passes. And then we also have Pod Bash coming up in September right here in Sin City for the first time ever. Join us and a bunch of other lifestyle podcasters as we do nothing but just have a fucking party. Go to three amazing clubs, have pool parties, all sorts of fun stuff. So join us for that. And again, members.frontporchswingers for all of our event information. I think that's what we have for you this week. Yeah, just a lot of stuff coming up. We've got a crazy couple of weeks. Uh, we have some very cool shit planned. Uh, we have a guest, special guest maybe, going to be on the show. Oh my god. Very excited about that. Our Patreon members have already heard about it, so we're going to put that together. Looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, a lot of cool shit. Just uh, stick around and come along for the ride. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks everybody.